Hey guys, it's Danny K doing the weekly podcast, Housekeeping on the Feed. I want to give you guys a big thank you for coming and listening to us. There's a lot of podcasts, especially on gaming, so it means a lot that you guys would listen to us each week. This week was a special Halloween edition of the show, which we just talked about spooky games you should play during the Halloween season, as well as any time that you just feel like getting spoopy. <clears throat> there were some weird audio issues. I've mostly removed them, but it might sound a little funny to you guys on the podcast feed. So if there's any weird edits or cuts, that's why. I want to give a big shout out to Ned and Bubba for coming on the show this week. Their Twitch channels will be down below, so go on ahead and give them a follow. I also want to give some love out to our friends at KDK Weekly. They are live on Twitch every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go follow them on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kdkweekly. If you guys would like to support the show, tell a friend. You can easily share the podcast from Apple or Spotify, sending a link to your friends. Or if you'd like to support the show, you can use our Humble Bundle affiliate links. If there's any games that you're interested in on Humble Bundle, a portion of that sale, if you use our link, will go to us. And as always, guys, enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to the next to nothing podcast, boys and girls. Oh my god. <laughs> banana fields. I'm running into banana fields. There's a lot of situation going on. The podcast where we talk about games that won't literally cost you an arm and a leg. Yay. Yay. I'm your host and the most frightful, Danny K. With me today, I have the most delicious Bubba Blood Pudding and the voice of mentality, the most dead Ned. I will punch you in the throat next time I see you. <laughs> but yeah, I did get a plaque for it, so that's cool. <laughs> The voice of mentality. The voice of mentality. We got you covered, man. You know, if, if you're not having a good time in bed, <laughs> mentality. There you go. We got you covered, bro. <laughs> All right. So I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I'll let Bubba go first. Bubba, where can people find you? What do you do? And um, all that good shit. Uh, I do stuff. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I stream I, at twi- Twitch Bubble Pudding. And so I've been streaming lately. I've been really busy with work, and I also sound like I've been smoking for 30 years. So I apologize, <laughs> even though I don't. So and uh, yeah, just got a new podcast coming up soon. It's currently in like the uh, creating stage, written the writing down and everything, and then early development. Early development, yeah. <laughs> and so hopefully I can get that going here. Cause, yeah, I'm hoping to get that soon here in the next couple weeks, and then hopefully I can get it going. This could be about wrestling, so oh, cool. Going before get it going around Survivor Series, which is at the end of the month of November. So, hopefully, awesome. we get that going, see how that goes. So, yeah, that's about it. Absolutely, man. Awesome. And, uh, Ned, what do you do? Where can people find what you do? And, uh, yeah, hi, my name is Ned. And I'm a radio talent in eastern Iowa on a station called Rock 108. Oh, I'm going to beat Donkey Kong, you fuck! Anyway, um, I work on a radio station in uh, Rock 108. You can hear me 2 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time online at rock108.com, where I do a lot of blogging and a lot of talk. But uh, otherwise, I do streaming at Twitch, Ned on Air, all one word, hooray. And uh, you can uh, hang out with me as right now, I'm actually live streaming, not right now, 
but I'm going to be finishing up my playthrough of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time probably on Wednesday, and then we're going to move over to another game that's been uh, doing popular request stuff. So a lot of gaming stuff, whatnot. You can find me online, NedRock108 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, Ned on Air. Follow me. I do all sorts of cool stuff. I'm primarily an old-school gamer, even right now. I'm playing Nintendo 64, as we do this wonderful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this is the Halloween special, so we're going to be doing this a little bit differently. And no, Ren. Ren was busy. I uh, couldn't make it today. So uh, thank you to Baba and Ned for both being here. Um, mm-hmm. I have kind of beer. It's over-the-barrel orange float. Uh, someone left it in my fridge. Hmm. Is that vi- vitamin water that Baba has in his uh, hand? I, I have body armor. You have body <laughs> armor. <laughs> I'm, I, what happens is you drink it and then you become Superman. <laughs> the only way. Who needs a um, phone booth? They don't have those anymore. Hashtag not anymore. sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> not yeah, sponsored. Right. Uh, not you sponsored. didn't see that. <laughs> just, I'll just show you the nutrients. <laughs> body right. armor gives you wood. You get your, get your body armor from the next to nothing podcast. If you need wood, we got you covered, bro. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't we, should we really be going for that mentality? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get that endorsement for mentality. Get, get that endorsed, bro. Do it up. <laughs> I'm sure that's like our key demographic. You know, when I crafted the show for mostly males aged 14 to 34 on a budget, I was really thinking about getting mentality as a sponsor. <laughs> well, hell yeah. <laughs> God. I think that's a fantastic idea. All right. So like I said, this is the Halloween special. So instead of going through and talking about um, what we've been playing for this week, I kind of decided we're going to talk about uh, horror games that you should play this Halloween, which is tomorrow. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is the plan. Um, Who wants to go first? Who wants to go with their first game? I think we'll just do like we'll take turns just real quick and... We'll kind of go down our lists. Hmm. Who should go first? I can go first if you guys want me to. If you guys want want, want to see how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> how it's done. Clearly how the expert done. of this room. <laughs> Very All right. You, you do your thing then. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. One second as I get things here. Uh, so the first game I'm going to go with or that I think everyone should play on Halloween is I'm going to go Observer. And uh, we've talked about Observer before on the podcast, so I'm not going to get super into it. Um, but I think it is definitely worth playing. And if you have Twitch Prime, you know, you had an opportunity to get it uh, free uh, some time ago. There's also a bunch of other Twitch Prime rewards that you can get right now. I think Layers of... No, not Layers of Fear. Let me double check. But so if you uh, were a fan of Layers of Fear, if you played Layers of Fear, um, that would be one that you would like. By the way, the uh, free games right now that you can get uh, until tomorrow, uh, Darksiders, Warmastered Edition, Sanitarium, Soma, and System Shock. But so uh, Observer... <laughs> Observer is a <laughs> horror game that is more trippy than it is scary. It has a couple of good jump scares in it, but um, it is a, it's more, like I said, it's more trippy. 
So you play as this detective in this cyberpunk future where you can like jack into people's brains and see their memories, but it's all trippy and wacky and um, you're trying to figure out what happened to your son. Not going to go spoils on it, but I will say you really only need to play through once and then you can probably go find, um, there's two endings. You can play through one ending and then you probably can just go watch the other ending. You'll be just fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's six hours just about. Um, Runs on quite a few things. It's gorgeous. Like you guys can see here, the footage, absolutely gorgeous. The story is interesting. The setting is even more interesting. It's, yeah, it's good. And it's got some good spoops. Um, There is like some confusing things, I will say, that for people who maybe remember us covering this in the summer, uh, there are like some confusing things like the whole pills. Like there's like medicine that your character is supposed to be taking for his like neural bullshit. Yeah. But, like, it's never very clear what the real, you know, downside to not taking that is. Um, but, yeah, it's got it's got some good jump scares. It's got, like, intrigue. It's really suspenseful and, like, all sorts of just wackiness. Like I said, it's fucking insane. Like, some of the trippy bullshit that you see, like, things flashing across the screen and... A weird werewolf type monster and oh man it's so good have either of you guys looked at this at all no it's the first time i'm seeing it and uh it looks obviously first person kind of thing and that's mm-hmm. what i like about some of these games right. is like an immersive experience you know and looking at the details of this thing it's like nowadays in games too the more detail usually the more scary it can be yeah well this and there's like three different views you have your like your regular view Four, I think. Maybe four. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember. But you have, like, uh, an electronic view that, like, shows you all, like, electronic panels. And you got, like, a bio... Um, a bio view where, you, like, you see blood and other bodily fluids. Um, what else is there? There, I think there's a night vision. Then you have, like, your regular vision. Um, like I said, though... Like, the game is just trippy. You get into some of these really weird sequences that are just, like, insane. Like, the, the... The imagery and what happens is just... Um, it takes a little bit to... I had to take... I remember I had to take a break from it. Um For, like, my eyes, really. My eyes are more anything that was, uh anything that suffered um so this for me is definitely like if you if you pick this up from twitch prime let me check and see what current prices are on it um but yeah if you have if you if you pick this up on twitch prime haven't played it yet perfect night to do it go on ahead and you know load this up on halloween and you'll have a good time especially cool. you know because halloween's on wednesday this year yeah you know you might not be going out or maybe you did your partying um Maybe you did your partying already uh, uh, last Saturday, like I did. <laughs> Where do you think uh, this beer came from? I mean, come on, parties. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bubba, did you have any experience with this, or did you watch anything or see anything for it? No, this is the first time I the first time seeing this, and I haven't taken my eyes off it yet. Yeah, it's kind of it's looks bizarre, doesn't it? 
Always jabbed it in his head. Jabbed it in his head. Yeah, and so like this is the trippiness, like right here. Like this is the level of trippy, like you'll get, and it gets even weirder. Um, one second, I'm gonna try to find the current price for this on Steam. And it is on PS4, Xbox, uh, maybe Switch. I don't remember if it's on Switch or not. Um, doubt it, but anything's possible. Yeah, I doubt it too. <laughs> Switch is limited. Um, yeah. It might even be on Mac OS. I'm not 100% sure. Um, oh, come on, Steam. I got a lot of things going on right now. So, yeah, uh, I'll double check those prices, but if you guys have any other, do you guys have any questions about it? So you're still checking on prices. Um, yeah. Six hour long gameplay. All right. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's a pretty strict six hours. Like, it, if you don't complete that in, I'm going to say, if you don't complete this game in more than, or in less than seven hours, there might be something wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> you ain't good. It's, it's a very, uh, you're either really chicken shit or you can't get past some of the puzzles. And I will say, there is, like, one, like, section that is really fucking annoying because um, it's never clear about uh it's 14.99 right now by the way but there's like one section that's just not clear on what it really wants you to do it's just oh look at that creepy part that's cool yeah (laughs) you know it's a story game right there's no multiplayer so you know just turn off all the lights in your room put this on have a couple beers whatever you use to get intoxicated and just play it you'll have a good time yeah you have now, is it a game? Is it a game that like holds your hand, kind of thing like that? Like has like waypoints, uh, go here, kind of thing. No, you're more railroaded through. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, there's a couple like puzzle parts. Like it doesn't explain the puzzles. You just kind of have to figure them out. I needed a guide for one or two of them, um, and it really doesn't like in certain points. You're really confused as to what you're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. But for the most part, you'll know that you're going the right way if things seem to be fucking trippy, right? Like, if you walk down a hallway and shit starts glitching out on you and all of a sudden you're in a different spot, you know you're supposed to go down that hallway. That's kind (laughs) of the... And then you know. Then you know, exactly. That's how you know you're doing the right thing in this game. Um, If, like, there's, like, one portion where you kind of get, like, stuck, like, in a series of rooms and you just know that you're not going the right way because you'll be stuck in the series of rooms. Right. and that's kind of it. it. It'll take a little bit for people to kind of see that stuff. But you see how it's like all glitchy and stuff, and that's uh, kind of how it goes. Cool. That's a, that's kind I of the did. whole game. Yeah, there's a couple different jump scares, um, but there's not um, there's not too many. Like I said the horror kind of comes from the trippiness and from and some of the horror comes from like some of the ideas that are presented in this game too. There's some kind of deeper philosophical ideas. Uh, more towards the end is when you start seeing it, but um, yeah. It's a good. It's good, you know. Yeah, I, I dig it, man. All right. I would have never known about it. Yeah, and it was done by the same people that did Layers of Fear. So if you like this, or if you like Layers of Fear, you probably want to like try the other games, um, or the other game that they did. Uh, I know Ren has played Layers of Fear, and I think he's played this one as well. Um, I think he's liked them both. So if you don't trust me, and you trust Ren. There you go. <laughs> I trust nobody. Red plays Warframe. You can't trust him. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I I can. Okay. What game do you want to talk about? 
Um, let's, since I already have it pulled up, you could do Until Dawn. All right. Yes, for exclusive. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so... I'm kind of winging this one because I have not actually played it, but I have seen a lot of it, and it's... Um, I'm trying to think of what the exact wording for it is. I don't know if I want to say RPG. Uh, I would say this is like a... It's a lot like a server. It's like a QTE, right? It's decision-making. Decision-making. It's a choose-your-own-adventure kind there of thing. There we like go. That. Yeah, um, that's it. Anything that you do in the game directly affects what could happen next. Yeah. So, assuming with that answer, there's multiple endings, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know I've seen some things where... Um, I don't. This really isn't much of a spoiler, but one of the biggest challenges that I've seen out there for this game is making sure everyone survives. And I believe you can do it, but it's going to be difficult, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, the game looks gorgeous. Uh, I, it looks awesome. It's very creepy. The monsters that they use, and I don't even know what they're called on the top of my head. Uh, the monster's called the Windigo. That, that they are. Yep, there it is. I just found it right as you said that. So, um, I can kind of give you the little bit of the plot here, um, because I have that pulled up, and uh, it's a group of people, um, they're family and friends is what they are, Um, they decide to have a party in some lodge, um, like kind of a winter getaway, Mm -hmm. and they play like a mean-spirited prank on Hannah, one of the people, causing her to run away from the lodge into the woods, and they they chase her down. And they pursue a fire-spooting individual who corners them in a cliff, and they both fall off. And then eventually they come back one year later, one year anniversary of a sister's disappearance. They get back invited back into it. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of starts stirring up. And then that's when the uh, Wendigos, Wendigos comes out. Mm-hmm. So, so it looks awesome, you know, like I've said. And I, I have really big into, like, decision-making games. So, like, this one's a big one for me, you know, like like Walking Dead, the Telltale games, all the Telltale games, you know. So this is definitely up my alley. I'm not much of a scary scary game type person, but this is one of the games that's really drawn me in alone. And I already know that there's going to be jump scares, so be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you want full effect, make sure ev- no lights are on. Yeah. This so is... I don't know if... Continue. I would say this is definitely one of those ones that, like, multiple playthroughs, and I'm kind of curious to see how it wears on people. It's kind of like seeing the, you know, Friday the 13th or maybe the Babadook multiple times, right? Like, Right. But it's, it, uh, I played, or I, I myself didn't play, but I was with somebody as they played, like, the first couple sequences of this game. And it can, it can get you. There are times it'll get you if you're not if you're not careful if you're not expecting it or maybe if you're intoxicated like I was. <laughs> right. And so uh, it's PS4 exclusive, as I said, and it is actually currently on sale right now. Its original price is twenty dollars, but it's uh, four five bucks right now until November two, which is this Friday. So. If depending on whenever I don't, Danny, what time do you what time do you usually get these podcasts uh, uploaded? To, um, I try to get them the day after or the third or the uh, Thursday. 
I try to get them on the Wednesday okay. or the Thursday. So for the people that listen after the live stream, you have until November 2. Mm. So, and if you're listening after that, then you got to pay the full price, like Ned did. That I did. $20. $20. Oh, I got it. I got it when it was Which, 20 so To be honest, though, with a game like this, $20 is really not that bad. No. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's still a good game. I'm like paying $60 for Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll get some good spoops out of this. You'll get some good spoops. You will. And yeah. One of the things about it, too, is that, um, you know, without giving, obviously, we mentioned the Wendigo kind of thing like that. But at the beginning of the game, you feel like it's actually one of your friends committing whatever's happening in the game. And that and at the end, I won't spoil anything, obviously. I was kind of disappointed. And I'm just like, oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing like that. But the buildup and everything between of everything that's happening, that saves the game for me because of how involved it can be. And again, whatever choice you make with this character could directly affect whatever's happening. It's kind of like an indigo prophecy or a heavy rain kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's for five bucks or if maybe you get it for free. Pick it up. It was it was free at one point with uh, PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was a couple months ago, and that's how I got it. Was it was free, but you know, so once saying that it's been free once, it might be free again, mm-hmm. but probably not for a while. But yeah. you know, so definitely take advantages of when it's on sale. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. Anything else on this game, guys? Go get it. It's fun. All right, so we're two down. Two down. Ned, your turn. We'll start off with one that um, not a lot of people know, and I actually have my actual game right here. You know, I mean, I have it. It's a disc and everything for the Dreamcast by the name of Illbleed. Um, I remember buying this as a kid years and years ago. Because remember, I'm the oldest one here, so y'all go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm only 31, ladies and gentlemen. I want to point that out to you. Um, But this is a game called Illbleed. It was on Sega Dreamcast exclusively. And and I don't know. I don't know if it was like old PC or something like that or whatever, like Windows 95. But um, it's very interesting because you play as your choice of three characters and you actually go through a theme park. But the theme park can kill you, and the theme park is called Illbleed. And in Illbleed, if you can kind of see on the screen there, you got sight, hearing, smell, and sixth sense. When those things are starting to like kind of you know move up, like a you know like oh your heart rate's starting to excel, you have to kind of look around the area because you could potentially get scared by whatever it is, and you lose health. But then your health also has to do with your heart rate, and when you bleed your heart rate jumps up and then you bleed faster. It's it's kind of unique and something that they don't really do too much nowadays. But you go around these theme parks and um, it, you treat every single level like it's a ride, like a haunted house ride that could legit kill you. Um, and I will say, though, I have never beaten this game only because the first level is so... Well, the first level boss... I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Pisses me <laughs> off. And I did it on Sunday streaming. I'm like, I'm going to beat Mr. Burroughs today. I'm going to beat Mr. Burroughs. It's going to be great. And I didn't. 
<laughs> I couldn't do it, man. Um, what's another fun thing about this is that it's an extremely gory game. Uh, it was released in, oh, I want to say 2001 or so. And it's blood everywhere, man. I mean, just blood everywhere. Like, if you hit someone with a bat, blood just... <laughs> why not? Just See, did you see that in the screen right there? It's blood. It's like, better just shoot some blood all over the place. But again, it's the gameplay that really captures your imagination because of that sight, hearing, smell, and sixth sense. Um, it, you basically are just trying to survive. And anything could kill you. But and, and there's other things like, you know, if your sight is starting to get bad, you have to find glasses. If your hearing is starting to go bad, you have to find this. If you're bleeding, you have to put bandage on. If you want to relax your heart rate, you read a dirty magazine. You don't read, <laughs> you don't actually see the dirty magazine, but, you know, it just reduces your heart rate. And then if you want to move faster, you have to take a shot of adrenaline. It's just all this crazy shit. And it's weird that this game hasn't seen the light of day outside of Dreamcast um, because it's unique. It's it's unlike any game I have played because there's you know there's survival horror games. It's the third person aspect and tank. Well, I don't know if it was tank controls on this one, but um, it's just that creepy atmosphere, you know, and it really sells the whole idea. And if you survive, you survive. But that, that's what it is, man. It's it's a fun game of just. Uh, it, I mean, it shows its age. It mm-hmm. definitely shows its age, but. I've never played anything like it, and I don't know if they're ever going to port this to anything outside uh, outside of the Dreamcast from the early 2000s. Yeah, this might be a good emulator to if you could find like a good uh, Dreamcast emulator and find yeah. uh, a game file for this. Mm-hmm. You know be. what? I've only I've only seen it once, and that's when I bought it. I mean, I've only seen it once in the wild because. It's a game that not a lot of people remember or owned. I remember reading Dreamcast magazine in like 2002. And I'm like, oh, I got to get that. And, uh, you know, I was young, so I didn't really know. But um, I just remember seeing it. I'm like, wow, it's like Resident Evil and weird with girl with purple hair. All right. Cool. <laughs> and uh, I got to try this game out. And I rented it from Blockbuster and I went and bought it like about a, well, maybe a month later or so. <laughs> currently looking at dreamcasters just curious on how much they cost right now and you could get one probably between 20 bucks to 150 <laughs> yeah with dreamcast yeah it depends on the dreamcast you get because you can get because you could copy games you know you could you could burn them um and there's two different editions of dreamcast there's the regular white one and then the black sega sports edition and that one's actually kind of the harder one to find currently seeing one right now for 90 dollars that's about right. <laughs> I remember selling them back in the day. I wonder how much ill bleed goes for these days if you were to find yourself a used copy of that game. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the only many... way you're going to get it. I, as I said, I'm curious how many copies there are. I, me oh too. God. <laughs> you could, it's $64. You can't afford that. I can't. I can't even afford Red Dead Redemption 2. How the hell am I supposed to get <laughs> Here's a factory sealed one for 175. <laughs> so I mean, I definitely feel like this is an emulator game. If you can find yeah. if you can find a safe way to download this for a Dreamcast emulator, that would be the way to get it. It's <laughs> a hard. Somebody in the chat just game. came in and said found one for ten dollars. <laughs> ah, there you go. Well, go get it, Mister Slaughter. Go do it. Go buy that. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you just get the copy of the game. You get the case of the game, but there's no disc. It's <laughs> actually because of the disc itself. It's like another fifty dollars. Oh, he's he's posting a uh, Mr. Slaughter's posting a reproduction disc. This is a repro. Oh, so that's not, mean then? That means it's a copied game. It's definitely oh. not a an original copy. But, I mean, you know, you can do that because Dreamcast disc or also known as GCDs, were extremely burnable. I mean, like PlayStation ones you couldn't burn, but these ones you could literally put in a CD burner on your computer, copy the file, and just throw it onto another burnable disc. There you go. You got a Dreamcast game. Damn. Well, see, and that makes it – I mean, you might be able to actually – and, Ned, if you want to make some money here. I'm not saying – I know. I'm not saying, Ned, hey, that you pirate hey, a game. Hey! <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying, like, Ned, you could legally sell the game and then go... I could get Red Dead 2! I could get Red Dead 2! I could buy it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, just, uh, be careful, Ned. Yeah, you know. I, I maybe shouldn't suggest people do things that might potentially be illegal. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Alright, so that is Illbleed. Illbleed, Sega Dreamcast. Go 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 tell your friends. Tell your friends. Alright. Um This next one that I'll talk about is I'm a little on the fence about suggesting this one simply because it's been an early access for so goddamn long. Tripwire, finish the fucking game. Just shit or get off the pot, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> it's Killing Floor 2. I uh, I got this uh, game when I uh, first built my PC. It is basically, I think, um, an arena uh, version of... Uh, your, your audio all right there, Danny? Well, maybe uh, while Danny works on his thing, should we talk about another game? Yeah, why don't you guys talk about another game? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. All right, you go, Bubba. You do your thing. I will do. I'll do one that I actually know very well. Cool. Uh, what was the other one I was going to talk about? Actually, you know what? I'm going to use this time to talk about one that I had m- actually. <sighs> I'm going to talk about Outlast. Outlast. We're going to go with Outlast. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. Very short amount of time with this game, but I did have some time with it. Um, so I'm actually going to quick pull up some from uh, the plot of it a little bit just to kind of give me a, a reminder again of what it was about again. But uh, I know it's a game where I believe that you're a detective. Yes, you're an investigative journalist. Um, and you decide to investigate a remote psy- psy- psychiatric hospital. And so, you know, you go in, and it's first person, all first person. I don't know if Danny pulled up Outlast. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes, he did. Okay, good. Uh, so um, you are you get in there, and, you know, it's just it's, – it's very, like, haunting the second you get in there. And your only source of light, if it shows it on there, is a camera. I don't know if it has a flashlight anymore. I could not remember. But your camera – your camera allows you to like see through the dark, so it's kind of night vision on it. So that's kind of how you get through it, and you're just going through trying to find clues about uh, what happened at this at this psychotic or asylum. I'm gonna call it asylum, so I don't have to psychiatric hospital. What he said, the robot said. Uh, oh, my stomach. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
it's it's very like like I I could not finish it to be honest with you. Uh, it I it's you go into sometimes you have to go like into the basement and like pull levers to turn the power back on because you're you're actually tr- you eventually get trapped in here and you have to find your way to turn the power on and get out. But every time you go to a door, it's locked. And so yeah. there's this guy that's constantly controlling. There's two sets of guys in the in this place. There's one dude who's controlling everything, and then there's the other dude that's like a big, like big monster dude. There might be more, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, this monster dude's running around all the time trying to find you, and you have to hide in sometimes in lockers. So if you hear him coming, you have to hide in a locker. And if you're not quick enough, he'll know you're in that locker, and then he'll open the locker and just kill you. Oh god, yeah. It's it's creepy. It really is because you because like I find myself sometimes trying to stay quiet because mm. I think like if I say something, I'm going to freaking you know like the guy the guy's gonna know I'm there. But it doesn't work that way. But it, it's very creepy. Like I got to a point in the game where I was just like, I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> well then. <laughs> but yeah, Nothing like that. Was that yeah, very hot. <laughs> Is it better? No. God damn! I just swapped mics out too. I wonder what it is. It's weird. I, I think it's the interface. Yeah, uh, that could be it. Which I I don't know what I can do to fix that. Right. Okay. I don't know either, man. Uh, but Outlast, though, I mean, yeah, it's um, it's from it's what on, I understand, it's on Xbox. It's yeah. on, I believe it's on. I'll have to check to make sure, but I know it's on Xbox. It's on PC. I'll actually look up the price right now. And it's on Switch too. I believe it's on Switch now. That one I'm not sure about. That one I would have to check. Or but, am I thinking uh, about another game? I think I'm might might about another one. Outlast yeah. is actually currently three ninety nine right now. Damn. Why are all these scary games like cheap? Like, <laughs> they want you to get this shit. There is Outlast 2, but I don't know nothing about that one. And that one's $7.49 right now. Yeah, all right. And let me actually check. Are these actually sales right now? Yes, Outlast so. is actually on sale. It's originally 20 bucks. That's so, still a deal. Yeah, it is. $3.99. Outlast 2. I don't know if that one's on sale. Because I know they're having a big Halloween sale right now on Steam, so you're gonna want to look into this stuff. So yeah, and bought last two is thirty bucks, and it's seven forty nine right now. So, so definitely look into those. A lot of good Steam Steam sales right now for Halloween. So you gotta look into those. Uh, let me see. You are right. Outlast is on Switch. See, I think that'd be kind of fun, especially being like a portable console and you have the headphones right. in, kind of thing like that. You're laying you in really bed. Get into it. You oh my god. Then yeah, yeah, it's on PC, PS4, <clears throat> Xbox One, Linux. If anybody uses that, hardcore uh, Mac and Switch. <laughs> yeah. It's on everything, All which is it. pretty cool. Is yeah. this? Am I still robot-y? I know I'm quiet. Oh yeah, you're robotting. But it's, it's super robotic. It feels like a little better though. I'm. It's quieter. How's oh, that right now? Right there? Uh, you're still robot man, but you're you're getting a little better. Uh, is that better? <laughs> no. No. I honestly don't know what it could be. 
Well, to round out your Outlast thing, uh, Outlast on Switch, the bundle, which is, uh, I believe, Outlast 1 and 2, is on sale right now for $12.49. The sales. You got to take advantage of the gotta, sales right now. Got to get those sales, man. I might just those. I might just pick this one up tonight on Switch because fuck yeah, dude. I, I want to take it with me. That sounds awesome. It's 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 gonna be. It, I I'm not gonna finish it. So if you finish it, you're gonna have to let me know how that goes. So, <laughs> but obviously, it was good enough to where it's got a DLC. Outlast One has a DLC. It's called Whistleblower. Oh no, yeah. This price for Switch is Whistleblower. DLC, so it was good enough to get a second one. So yeah, or an extension to me. So. Okay. Is that better? Uh, awesome. I was I was literally just about ready to uh, uh, swap to the webcam mic. <laughs> um, I unplugged and replugged in my uh, my interface, which people on the stream. Um, you might see something. I might like bump my Ethernet cable a little bit there, but I think we're good. I think we're all good. Okay. Yeah, um, Killing Floor 2. Like I said, Tripwire needs to get on their shit here and actually finish the fucking game. Uh, it's been in early access. It's been in early access for so long, and if they call it done, I would actually be kind of pissed. Um, simply because it definitely does not have enough in it to for me to look at it, see how long it's been in development, and then for them to say it's done to me, it would be kind of a um, kick in the face. Um, but yeah, Killing Floor Two. It's a team based zombie slaughter machine you uh join your friends in a in a map and you make a bloody mess of a bunch of zombies while listening to badass metal music uh featuring bands such as demon hunter living sacrifice um god what else have i seen uh fit for a king uh has been in there fucking some brutal fucking metal and it's just it's a fun bloody time uh ned i think you've seen me play this before you have uh what all is it on is it just on let me double check see if it's on pc okay but yeah maybe if you're not looking for the like scariness um but you still want to play something horror like this would be it uh let me see where it's on you sure it's on ps4 let me see oh no it is <laughs> there it is uh can you guys talk real quick Uh, one moment. God damn it. Um, why don't you guys go ahead and talk again? All right. You're back. 
Is this not even our fault? Oh, we're we, oh, we're back now. Are we? Are we on? You guys are on. on. Okay. Yes. Well, it, if you're on, then fi then finish killing floor two. Yeah. So this is not a game that you want spoops. Um, this is a game that you want badassery and gore. Um, yeah. Badassery and gore is what you want this game for. The fucking weird ass weapons like the microwave gun the um <laughs> there's like the chainsaw gauntlet with a fucking like a circular saw that you can shoot circular saw blades at people um yeah. the uh rpgs and just making like things explode with them uh, my favorite weapon is the um pulverizer i think is what it's called but it's basically a sledgehammer where you um you can like hit some hit it with like an explosive round in it too um it's just metal and gore all turned up to fucking like 11 and it's fucking fantastic i have never felt more badass um then uh that moment where i like kill a slag i think that's what it's called um with a fucking pulverizer in the slow-mo while listening to living sacrifice just it's wonderful danny have you ever played a game called splatterhouse on i don't know if it's on pc but have you ever played a game called splatterhouse i don't think i have no that's also a game that's horror based and it's uh and I bring it up because it's got a. It doesn't have the same premises as Killing Floor, but um, it has that heavy metal soundtrack to it, to destroying demons and, and craziness. And it yeah. has like a soundtrack of Mastodon and and when Five Finger Death Punch was actually metal at one point, and um, <laughs> and and all that kind of stuff, you know. So and, and it reminds me of Killing Floor. And I've played Killing Floor a lot of times, and it, it is a, an absolute blast. It reminds me too of kind of Left for Dead. Um, but like in an arena size, you mm. know, arena left for dead. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching your video that you have on here and I'm kind of giggling because somebody was trying out the ammo on the gun. Mm -hmm. When he would shoot it, the ammo wouldn't go down. So you actually had extra ammo. <laughs> um, one thing I was just thinking about, though, I was just going to make fun of Five Finger Death Punch real quick, but yeah, you're right. Like, not really metal anymore. So no. champagne. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't get me started. I work in a radio station that plays them every five minutes, so. <laughs> well, not every five minutes, every six minutes. I should just admit that me and you are coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are co-workers and that is that is another one of the bane of my existence there's another band that uh plays at rock that just kind of annoys me that we play every five minutes is that just i want to say disturb probably disturb <laughs> oh that's another that's another good one to mention <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, breaking benjamin real quick yeah, can we talk uh, about the fact that greta van fleet has just been panned <laughs> like quick yeah. tangent. man they have been getting wrecked in <laughs> in all that stuff well um, the album is not what everyone was hoping for their eps were something and then their album was kind of ballady and it's just like oh mm, reality <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, Ned, it is currently your turn. Uh, what uh, is. What's your next game? And by the way, Slaughter, I am so under this. I was just making a fun joke <laughs> <laughs> with my awesome Legend of Zelda um, strategy guide from 1997, 
I still have it. <laughs> it still smells good, too. <laughs> and you can still sign up for Nintendo Power. Just call 1-800-253-3700. When I was a kid, I used to call that number. Don't call and oh, don't call that number. I'm sure they'll be like, why are you calling this? Well, I saw it on the back of a strategy guide from 1997. It's, oh, yeah. Here's the sad thing. is it's, it's probably like a sex line now. It probably is. Hey, give me the number. <laughs> 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 hold on, Bubba's I was in for a real scary night now. Hold on, hold on. Right, hold on. I'm really curious. Okay, wait. One eight hundred two five three three seven zero zero. Okay, boom. You got it. Zero. I put it in the chat. Three seven zero zero. Oh, you got it. All right. So while you're doing that, what's the uh, next game we're talking yes, about? Yes, the, the last game I've got for you is uh, I bring this one up because I still, to me, consider it the scariest game that I have ever played in my life, mm-hmm. um, and it still holds up today. Graphically, not so much, but I think the graphics are what makes it as scary as it is, and oh. that's the the original Silent Hill, and um, for PlayStation One, I still have. I actually got this copy from a friend a long time ago and uh, still in pristine condition. Thank you. Um, but you play as a guy named Harry Mason. This is a this is a legendary game comes to a survival horror kind of thing like that because it's very much of a game of like what you don't see is scary as hell. And... Um, you know, it's it's you're trying to find your daughter in this in this town that has been basically possessed by like some kind of essentially a demon or like the town itself. But it's one of those classic games of like you know how you play it at the end. Was it all a dream? Did you save your jo- did you save your daughter? Blah, 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 kind of thing like that. But it's the atmosphere. The atmosphere of this game is what makes it so terrifying. And there's just no like music in a lot of areas so all you hear is footsteps your footsteps 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 and the only time you know of a a demon or whatever is in the area is if you have this this little pocket radio on your side and it makes static sound so and it goes gets louder and louder as you get closer to whatever demon you're about to go against and it's just like where is it where is it where is it ah and you know and it just flies and just out of nowhere kind of thing and <laughs> scary as balls and you're just like oh jesus and one of the scariest parts in that game uh to this day is really the kind of the first area and that is the school midwich school which a little trivia for you is actually based like design wise is based off the school from kindergarten cop from the movie of uh with arnold schwarzenegger in it so <laughs> a little little history for you there it's kind of unique um but you go through that school man and there's this one part which if you played the game you know exactly what i'm talking about you go into the the evil zone or whatever because there's regular zone and evil zone and the evil zone is like this uh weird bloody fucking furnace kind of thing like freddy krueger and you go through this one area and now mind you the regular zone a cat you, a cat jumps out of like a locker or something like that right like oh scary 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 but then you go to the evil zone i know i burp a lot slaughter right um <laughs> and you go to the evil zone and you go in the area where that same cat was in the regular area and it's this door is shaking the door is shaking you're just like what's in there what's what is that and you open the door there's no cat in there and you're just like what the fuck but then you turn around and a fucking dead body just falls out of this locker you're like jesus 
And like, I remember doing that once and like, I just, I turned off the game and just went, I fuck it. I'm out. I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) It's, and it's because of of the lack of music and the, uh, the atmosphere and the graphics of that time and the sense of loneliness. I think the sense of loneliness and, um, really amplifies it. Kind of reminds me of Super Metroid a little bit because in Metroid you're all alone in this big Planet Zebus area. Silent Hill the same way. You basically never run into anyone. It's just you going through these creepy houses and just hearing the footsteps of your of your body, and it's just like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, it's crazy. And um, and that's why it's such good horror because that sense of alone and that sense of I'm the only one here and it's only me that's going to survive this and no escape. You know, it's that kind of stuff that mentally puts you into the game and makes you so much more jumpy and makes you so much more involved. And to the point where it makes you decide whether like, do I really want to finish this? (laughs) Because it's a scary game and there's been plenty of sequels since then. But if you're going to play any of the Silent Hill games, the first and second one, I'd probably just stick with those two. Um, Konami, who is the creator of this game, has seemingly decided to ignore this series and do nothing with whatever properties they have. And um, and that's a real shame um, because it is a great property and it's scary as balls. So when this is still, to my opinion, still the scariest game I've ever played and uh, still a classic. You can actually find it it's uh, downloadable on PlayStation uh, 3. You can, I think you download I don't know if it's uh, on PlayStation 4 yet, like as a classic game or whatever, um, but it's been available that way. Um, people were expecting it to be on the PlayStation Mini that's mm-hmm. coming out, but it's not, and then that's kind of a downfall, and it's kind of a bummer, but otherwise, you know, the original. However, you can get the second one on Xbox 360, as like the HD collection. And I think that might be on uh, PlayStation 4 as well. And But the first one is the only one that's really not been greatly done. They did do a remake. It was called Silent Hill Shattered Memories, but it doesn't have the same feeling of uh, the original that it did. <clears throat> so yeah, absolutely. Fun game. Fun, scary. And uh, playing it, what, when did I play this game? 1999. I was a teenage, I was probably maybe like 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Wait, no. Now I was about 11 or 12. So you can imagine me <laughs> being a kid. You can imagine me being a kid playing this in the dark, you know, and this is the only game I had. So it, it was definitely immersive and, and weird. Man. So yeah, that's what I got. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to have like some like deep-seated trauma hmm? you want to dig some of that up you want to dig up some of that trauma? a little bit man yeah <laughs> fucking game sucks <laughs> i just wish you i wish they could port it to something man you know i mean or do like a proper hd kind of coat of paint because they did that for final mm-hmm. fantasy 7 8 9 and gave it like a fresh coat and just kind of smoothed out the textures i feel like they could do the same thing with the original silent hill and it would still give a good experience yeah. Because that's what it is. It's it's makes it more because and that's another thing too. It wasn't one of those games that held your hand and told you what to do. You had to explore every corner of that damn town and you couldn't see anything because you're in the in the fog, you're in the snow, can't see anything. Yeah. That's what was cool about it, man. 
Cool. Anything else on the original Silent Hill we want to talk about? Bubba? Uh, I know nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bubba, your turn. All right. On my kind of final game is uh, Dead by Daylight. And I know that uh, Danny's played it. I've played it. Um, Ned, did you? I have a good song. Well, then we'll kind of touch base on this game. So, uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. You can play as a survivor or the killer. Play as a killer. Fuck survivor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> survivor, <laughs> survivor, in my opinion, is better with friends. It, I don't enjoy playing it by myself by any means because you kind of have to have teamwork in order to get out, in a sense. Get out. But, um... You could play as a killer and have more fun, and you could play different characters. And you guys will have to help me as I name them. You can play as the huntress. Mm-hmm. Don't play as the nurse. Pig. <laughs> There's Piggy. I don't even know what her real name is, but uh, the pig is good. Yeah, that's what okay. she's called officially in the game. Um, I know, but some of these, are, some of these are like ones you have to pay for too. You don't get them with the game. Right. Uh, like uh, Freddy Cougar is on there. Uh, Michael Myers. Uh, Leatherface. Yep. The spirit was one of them. You said, Danny. Yeah. So the four light. There's uh four licensed characters. Um. There's there's the pig. She's from the Saw franchise. There's Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, and then there's Michael Myers from the Halloween series. Um. There's four, five base game characters for killers you have um you have the wraith you have uh the hillbilly you have the nurse the huntress and who am i forgetting trapper Uh, yep yep so and then you have the hag which somebody um just mentioned i think she's a dlc character um One of the interesting things things about the game is that as the survivor, you're third person. Mm -hmm. As the killer, you're first person. That is true. That is one of the most interesting things that I liked about the game. So as a killer, you can't hide behind a wall and third person peek. You know, you have Mm -hmm. to actually find them. But, you know, it's pretty sometimes pretty easy to find them. Like, you can get on a hill and look over and you see movement, attack, you know. But... What, I don't know if you really want to go through each what each killer's ability is. That'd take us forever, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think the thing with uh, Dead by Daylight, it's horror themed, and there's but there's a lot of like nuance to this game, um, and there's a lot of rage that goes along with this game. Uh, anyone that's watched my stream with Mouthy uh, when we played <laughs> Dead by Daylight, um. She makes a sailor blush. I will say that. <laughs> In fact, I was watching her earlier today play this game. <laughs> I blushed. The words that come out of that woman's mouth. Um, yeah. This game, like, I will say it can be addictive, but then you will get ragey. Because this is such a competitive game with so much nuance. And people just kind of get toxic in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, especially on PC. I don't know how it is on console. But on PC... Is it on console? Yeah, it is. It is. It was a free game on PS4, I think, a couple of months ago. 
But uh, yeah, it is a game that will drive you insane. You will get angry. And that is okay. Everyone does. It should be um, your thing. You will get angry. You will get angry. That should be the tagline. Instead of <laughs> instead of death is not an escape, it should be you will get mad. Um, <laughs> you will be angry. <laughs> Fuck this. Game fucked. <laughs> that fucking clawed out with a goddamn fucking flashlight. Oh, man. I mean, oh, I don't know what it is. Every time I play it, like, why am I the first one to get, like, attacked every single yep. time it's always me i'm like why can't it be the other five guys no it has to be me yeah. do, 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 do. fuck i'm the one <laughs> i'm the one in this game i've just kind of accepted that as my fate and i play bait um i've gotten kind of good at pallet looping i can i can run i can run a killer for the most part for at least one generator before i get hooked yeah <laughs> um and that's about it <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's more competitive on on PC. I oh, do yes. play on console. Um because you know me, I'm primarily a console game. I don't I don't have a nice PC. I want a good <laughs> PC, but I do not have a good PC. Um but yeah, it's I feel like the community is unless it's is it's not cross platform, is it? No. no. Oh dear no, god, I didn't that'd be so. awful. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I guess it, it might be a little different when it comes mm. to. I feel like it controls better probably on PC. Yeah, well, and the fact that you can actually chat with each other on PC makes it real bad. Um Yeah. Yeah, this game it it's a hit or miss game. Um, it definitely fits into our horror theme, but it's very hit or miss for people. Um, I do enjoy it. I have to take long, long breaks from this game, though. I will say that. But it is definitely worth... I actually got this gifted to me by friend of the show, Proc. Um, huh, mine was gifted, too. <laughs> I wonder mine by who. Free. I wonder by who. I, I don't think they're in this call at all. Um, no, they're not. <laughs> Was Ned with his $60 <laughs> that he doesn't have. Yeah, right. But if I do sell the game, I could do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else on Dead by Daylight while we're... Well, I guess we really didn't really explain how the game works. Oh, as true. The killer, <laughs> you have to hook everybody on the meat hooks to get sacrificed to the, to the darkness. Yeah. That's, that's um, it for the killer. Yeah, and you get uh, four perks, and you get to select items, and each killer has individual um, has individual powers. You know, like a warp, or like uh, we're watching a Michael Myers game right now. Um, Michael Myers, like they have to stock their victims, and then once their stock uh, stock power is like all the way up, um, it's an instant down. Um, Traps, chainsaws, um, going invisible—all sorts of things. Hex, yeah. There's yeah. hexes, different totems and stuff like that. Um, and as for the survivor, you have to get, I think, five working generators to yep. turn on, and then you can go to one of the doors, pull the lever, and then it will turn or it will open the door, and then you can escape. But yeah. if none of that happens and i believe if you're the last one i believe the hatch opens mm -hmm. and then you got to find that hatch yep right yep. but it will tell you when that hatch is open too 
but you got to find that hatch and there's like a tiny audio cue when you're close to that hatch which it doesn't display where it's where it's at exactly you know yeah like not it will not that's display the audio cue, by the way. until yeah you're the last one yeah so. that that's a close approximation of the audio cues of, yeah, like, yeah. Of, like, of the wind rushing down the tunnel yep well, I will say, though, uh, just a little fun thing. You know me, I'm a pretty big horror fanatic and uh, horror games, but also movies. Um, they did really well with the the inclusion of Michael Myers in this one because everyone was excited at the fact that Michael Myers is in it, and he's my favorite slasher horror villain. And uh, they play the music, you're in Haddonfield, and in the front of the building of one of the houses says Strode Realty. I'm like, perfect. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that normal horror fans would not notice is that in one of the in the level there's those drawings of the like a kind of like a little triangle like a thorn or whatever they want to call it that's actually in reference to halloween four five and i believe six and it's the thorn trilogy that many people call where michael myers is apparently yeah where michael myers is apparently part of a cult or something like that i don't know it was stupid it made no sense but and so when i saw the thorn i'm like wow man they've got these references going just just wonderfully so is there it was was cool is there ludicrous somewhere in the map too uh was ludic i don't think i think it was no it was exhibit and ll cool j were the two fine rappers in the halloween (laughs) franchise why we don't know, Danny. We just try to forget that that even happened. <laughs> God, it was bad. It was bad. And it was not good. <laughs> oh, Tyra Banks, I think, was in one, too. Yeah. She was. Why? Why was that a thing? God, what a... Ugh. Awful. Just awful. So, I've got one more. And I we talked about this recently, but I still think it's a great little experience it's not really a game so much as it is an experience and i'm not going to show it on this stream because that's how short it is it's Ooh. called september 1999 you can find it on itch.io um it's a short little five minute ex- creepy ass experience um basically the you know first person perspective like an old you know uh, vhs camcorder uh <sighs> And it's all like fuzzy, like it's done like it, like with all like the filters and everything like that, perfectly matched an old VHS. Uh, perfect little five minute experience. Like if you're looking just like creep somebody out, like if you have like a girlfriend or something like that that you want to freak her out a little bit for uh, Halloween, you know, maybe put that on, but you know, make her wear a nice pair of headphones and put her in a dark room and just say you're not coming out until that's done. Um, well, closes- that's, uh, that's terrifying, dude. I don't know if that, that might be considered a lot of other things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is this yeah. what you do on the weekends, Danny? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're assuming a lot of things here, Ned. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Wait, is this a game? <laughs> yeah, um, it is to Danny, man. It's all a game. <laughs> so, Wait, this I'm is just going to jigsaw this shit. Um, I know. But yeah, no, it's a, it, September 1999. Go find it on itch.io. It's free. Literally five minutes. You can delete it right afterwards. It'll close it. Like when it's done, you don't even have to like mess with any sort of settings it will close automatically for you it'll just you almost you almost feel like that's it crashes creepy yeah you almost feel like it crashes on you but it it's not it, that's just it plans it just 
it's a fun little creepy thing, you know, get a couple buddies together or, you know, whatever, and just kind of, and and experience it. It's weird. That's my, that's, go ahead. I love those type of games. One of them I played, that was like, kind of like that out of, like out of, outside of the game, fourth, Mm. fourth person, third person, I don't know what you want to call it. But one of them, that one kind of reminds me of Doki Doki Literature Club, where you have to like physically delete the character from the save files in order to yeah. move the game forward. It's like, oh shit, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Doki Doki is another one. I haven't played it myself. I've seen people play it. Yeah, yeah. But like the, the creepiness that is in that, I mean, that's another good one. Um, mm. That's another good one where uh, it's free. You want a good little creep, creep out, you know? Doki Doki yeah. would be good. Doki Same. Doki is fucked up. It is fucked I've up. I've seen somebody do a playthrough to that, and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful. <clears throat> I love that shit. Also, kudos to, I think it was Mr. Slaughter for mentioning uh, Alan Wake. Mm. I love that game. I love that game so much, and it's finally being ported to modern generation consoles and PC again. So that's a wonderful game to play. I would have, I might have done that one if I did a third one. Yeah. Um, um, another honorable mention that we won't actually like legitimately talk about. I'm just mentioning it because of how cheap the game is right now on Steam. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to mention Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I could do that. <laughs> Fantastic game. Uh, Find three of their friends and get together and play it. I'm not even going to explain it because of how well it is. All you have to do, I'm explaining anyways. All you got to do is go from base to base and kill a shit ton of zombies. And the multiplayer is fantastic because you can play as the zombies. And there's four different kinds. I don't remember what the fuck they were. Maybe five. I don't know. Oh, it's so great, though, man. This, it's weird. Weird as they say, it's classic now, you know? Weird. Yeah. My point around this is, and I'd show you my screen, but I can't. It is $1.99 <laughs> right now on Steam. Tell me you should not buy this right now, because I'm pretty sure I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm getting aggressive. I'm sorry, but good grief. It's, can you can you start doing like a ShamWow kind of thing? It's like, for only $1.99, you can kill zombies. See, even I'm stupid already as it is, because there's a buy Left for Dead bundle, and I didn't even see it, and it's cheaper than the actual game. Like, <laughs> what? How does that work? Nah, weird. Weird. <laughs> I'm getting aggressive. This needs to be over with. There needs to be a third one. That's what needs to happen. Wait, was the, I thought there was there a third one? Or, no, I thought there was a third one. No, there wasn't. Uh, I think Valve was it Valve that made that? One? Yeah, Valve. And I, I mean, that, Valve will never come, come out with a third version of any game ever. Don't yeah. ask for a Portal Two. Don't ask for a. Don't ask for um, Half Life Three or don't ask for a Portal Three. Don't ask for Half Life Three. Uh, don't ask for. I don't know what else we could talk about that, you know, don't, don't ask for a Dota 3, all right? Okay, you're stuck don't with Dota 2. New, don't ask for a new Tool album. You'll never get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can only hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year. Like, Tool. Only $1.99. Buy it. Tool. Get it. The valve of metal music. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cool. Is there any other honorable mentions? Any like creepy games that you think anyone should uh, pick up for Halloween? 
I'd be here all day if I kept listing mine because survival <laughs> horror and horror games my my thing. Mm. So I, I would be here all day if we. Oh man! All right, <laughs> so many. Dead Space so many. is pretty good. Oh, Dead Space is good. Yep, love Dead Space. Oh my! I'm not even gonna mention one of them. Just all of them. There's three of them, I think. But mm-hmm. and then if you just and if you just don't want to sleep at all at night, just do Resident Evil Seven VR completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably can't afford that one though. I can't. No, I don't it's, not, it's not sale yet for a dollar ninety nine. I swear, if it's a, if it's on sale for that price, I will go out and buy a VR for the actual price of what it should be, of like three hundred dollars for that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? For the hell of it, I'll I'll do some. Since uh, Parasite Eve on Sony PlayStation would be a good one. That's kind mm-hmm. of a survival horror uh, RPG that are made by the same people that did the wonderful Final Fantasy. Um, I'm looking at my games right now. Sorry. <laughs> um, Alone in the Dark. Um, the one on the original PC would be good. Oh, man. What's that one that scared the piss out of me? Uh, Splat- uh, the original Splatterhouse on Sega Genesis or TurboGrafx-16 is cool. Um, but uh, Clock Tower. Clock Tower is a fantastic game that everyone should try because you watch out for the Scissorman. <laughs> He's going to get you. Um, I, again, I could. I just have to look at my things over there and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, Eternal Darkness on GameCube. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Only M-rated game that Nintendo actually produced was Eternal Darkness. That's a fantastic game. Nice. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of this one, but Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, most recent episode that we had with Darkseid, he talked about that. So if you guys want to, like, oh, he did. go back into, like, our Spotify and Apple stuff, you guys can find it there. Um, nice plug. Thank you. Um, not, <laughs> like, super horrific, but uh, Darkest Dungeon. It's got some. It's got some spoopy, unsettling creatures in that, uh, especially if you're into medieval stuff or like the the Cthulhu mythos. I think that would be when you if that's on sale um, and you like RPGs, uh, Darkest Dungeon would probably be good. And that's on like all sorts of things. That's what, that'd be like if you have a decent phone. I can imagine putting that on i on an iOS device. Um, that would be a good uh, like travel game. Um. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I've got two more. Okay. <laughs> On uh, I believe it was PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty. Easily forgotten. The Condemned games, Condemned Criminal Origins One and Condemned Two. Very underrated. Sega published them and just great and wonderful. Uh, very, very fun first person. I mean, how much more terrifying could you get than a creepy doll factory where the dolls come alive? Ooh. Yeah, it's wonderful. I it's can think. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. Awesome. I think that's all I got, though, man. I think that's all I got. Okay. Clowns and dolls. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> well, do we want to call this uh, good here? Oh, I think it was that's... a good one. Yeah, I think I'm good, man. All it was right. Fun. Oh. 
So let's $1. go. Dollar ninety nine. Come on. Dollar ninety nine. For one dollar ninety nine, you can get yourself some zombie killing action for nothing at all. Um. All right, Bubba. Where can people find you, and what are they going to find uh, when they get there? You will find me at Bubba Pudding. Do not follow what Danny K has on my name, unless he changed it. There's no space in my name. All right. And then you will probably find me playing Rainbow Six Siege. Or I just bought Destiny 2 the other day, so I'm going to start playing that now. Good game. It's fun. I wish I could stream Red Dead for two, Red Dead Redemption 2, but I don't want to wait to get the Elgato game capture card because I'm broke and stuff. (laughs) So, So, yeah. So you're just going to find Destiny 2 and Rainbow Six Siege. So if I could pull myself off Red Dead. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Ned, where can people find you all the places um, and what are they going to find when they get there? Uh, you can find me in my primary position of work where I get paid money to do it for some reason. Uh, you can find me on Rock 108, which you can download the app from Google Play or Apple for absolutely free or listen online at rock108.com. 2 to 7 p.m. every single day, uh, giving away all sorts of fun stuff and whatnot. Um, so I'm a radio guy. Join me there. Um, I also do live streaming right here, obviously on Twitch, Ned on Air. Right now I am finishing up Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. But the big thing I am doing this weekend is uh, this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. You can hang out with me as I'm going to go live for 24 hours on Twitch for uh, Stead Family Children's Hospital for Extra Life Game Day. We're going to be playing Super Mario World, uh, Resident Evil 4, Gears of War 3, Horde 50, at Tracer on Super Nintendo, Left 4 Dead 2, which I already paid $1.99 for. Boom. <laughs> and, um, and you can too. And uh, <laughs> you can... Uh, we're going to be playing games all the way from 9 a.m. on Saturday to 9 a.m. on Sunday. Awesome. And I gave uh, those guys shout-outs uh, in the Twitch chat, so go give them follows. Uh, Ned, I did want to also kind of have you mention one thing. Is there an mm-hmm. interview that you did recently? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's two of them, but I'll, I'll do the one that's more gaming-relevant. Um, and whoever mentioned Dream Daddy, good job. Uh, because, uh, was it a couple weeks ago, I interviewed Ninja Sex Party. Uh, Ninja Sex Party, also known as uh, Danny Avedon and Ninja Brian um, from Game Grumps, and two of the most kind, gentle souls that I'll ever talk to in my life. They were fantastic. And you can check that out at rock108.com or type in YouTube, uh, just Ned Ninja Sex Party, and you'll uh, find it right there. He's a, he's a wonderful human being, and I want to part him. And yeah, Morgan, I'd like to fuck Danny Sex Bank, too. <laughs> cool. Okay. I, need to, I feel like I need to clean my history after Google on that. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of the greatest bands. Yeah, see, let's kill five guys tonight. Yes. <laughs> but more rock-oriented, I did also in, uh, interview Brent Smith from Shinedown. Um, but if I was to choose between the two, Ninja Sex Party, Shinedown, sorry. I, yeah. I, I just love those guys so much. <laughs> I have They signed my albums and stuff. They're hanging out up there, so... They were cool guys. <laughs> cool. Uh, coming I feel like up, I should know these things, but uh, is that the singer? 
Brent of, uh, yes, yes, the okay. singer of the band. Yep. Cool guy. I would definitely hang out with him and talk about random shit all day. Same, same with Danny and Ninja Brian. Even before we did the actual interview, Brian and I just sat and talked about just like everything for like 25 minutes. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, we drank tea and talked about like family physics and touring. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird, but we had a good time. Danny, were you there when this interview happened? No, I wasn't. I'm usually not around when when Ned gets to do fun things. They don't they don't let me and Ned do fun things together. I think it's a conspiracy. Yeah, well we do then. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, uh, well, I'm talking about our employers. <laughs> That's true. That's they, true. I don't uh, get to do yeah. fun things with you. <laughs> I usually get stuck with somebody else. That's true. I know. It's like you should come out to my remote sometime, man. They're always a blast. We get the we get to talk to weirdos. It's a fun time. <laughs> All right. Um, coming up on my channel uh, tomorrow is the Halloween special. If you have stories, get them in like right now. If you're listening to the podcast at a later date, you're too late. <laughs> Um, I'll be doing that 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll be reading all sorts of scary stories. Um, let's see. Regular streaming schedule throughout the rest of the week. Um, and then Dungeons & Dragons on uh, Sunday. Other than that, that's really about it. Um, go tell your friends about the podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple, Google. Subscribe on YouTube. All the information is down below. And uh, you can find us uh, basically uh, anywhere else. Um, other than that, guys, anything else? Absolutely anything else. Uh, I think I'm good, man. I think I'm set. I'm going to go uh, put away this salsa chicken I made awesome. an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to find food. All right. <laughs> we will see you guys later. Goodbye. See ya. Bye-bye.